you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Work... You're here at Joke Workshop! Yay! Hey, everybody. Welcome to Joke Workshop. The whole studio smelling like purple. Yeah, that whole studio smoking like purple. Oh. Uh, Jonathan just made this new uh, strain called Strawberry Hill. Been smoking that all day. We're going to have fun tonight, everybody, on the Joke Workshop here on MutinyRadio.fm. Uh, I'm training Alicia Birdsong right now here on the Alicia Birdsong. Aisha. I just, I'm, I'm like the accidental racist. I just have no idea how to pronounce any names. I'm like, you're on two. Say hi to the people. Hello. How are yeah. you? Hey. Here we are. We're training. Uh, Aisha's going to have a new show here coming up on Wednesdays yes. from 8 to 10. Don't know what it's going to be about, but it's going to be great. Yes. It's going to be called Whoa Wednesday. Whoa Wednesdays. Well, we're looking forward to that. Right now, you guys are here for the Joke Workshop here on Mutiny Radio. Uh, please remember at the Joke Workshop, you get four minutes. When you hear the... That means you have a minute left. You don't have to wrap it up. You have a minute. Some of you new comedians need to learn what a minute is. That's good. We're here to learn. It's all good. Feel the minute. Uh, then we're going to have comments for about four minutes. There's microphones all around you. So please take notes if you want. Tell people. Uh, remember also, uh, if you're going to feed someone a shit sandwich, make the bread taste good. So nice compliment on the top. Give them the real shiz in the middle. And then a nice brioche bun on the end. A little mayonnaise in there maybe. Make it sweeten it up. Make it a little oily. Greasy. It goes down better. Here we are on the Joke Workshop. Uh, can you grab me that list? Yeah. We've got a list of people that have pre-signed that are also here for fun times. All right, your first comedian of the night. What, a, what an interesting drink of water this kid is. Uh, one, of my, one of my favorite people on the scene because he still has friends that he can bring to shows he's in. Hey, everybody, put your hands together for Marty Cunney. The whole studio smelling like purple. I got the whole studio smelling like purple. I truly have a unique asset in the SF comedy scene. Um, all right. Uh, forgive these uh, jokes. They are very raw. I was drinking a lot this weekend. I didn't write anything. So this is scrambled thoughts. But um, I'm really not much of a conspiracy theory guy. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like it's hard to like... I feel like cons- conspiracy theory, you have to like suspend a certain amount of disbelief at some point you know it's uh you have to like really believe in something but i recently came to a realization that there is one conspiracy theory that i'm totally on board with and i think i might be one of the only ones to really get behind this movement uh who else thinks j-lo actually killed selena anyone no one's on board with that that theory think about it guys just happens to the rise, the rising Latina star, just happens to get killed by her fan club president. Like, what the fuck? And then she's played in a movie by one of the Fly Girls from *A Living Color*. Like, give me a break. Like, a little too coincidental for me. Like, guys, the dots fit together. Okay, I got, I, I got to work on that. Um, anyone catch that World Series game last night? Anyone? It's a big game. It went on for about five, five and a half hours in Houston. Um, Houston versus the Dodgers. Uh, go Astros. Uh, and I realized, uh, you know, the announcers are making a big deal. Like, wow, look at the energy in this crowd. No one is leaving this game, no matter how long it goes on for. I was like, yeah, because it's in Houston. They probably still live at that stadium. Yeah. 
All right. I was thinking about that during the baseball game. Uh, I really should have been a baseball player because apparently if you're a baseball player, you get forgiven for having all kinds of disgusting habits. Like you just get to like blow snot rockets whenever you want. You get to tug at your crotch. You get to spit. Like you can do whatever you want as a baseball player. When I do it, I just look like a homeless person. And I I get it. But like, what is that defining line? I just got to put on some like long socks and weird looking pants. Like that's, that's all I got to do. Like somebody, somebody explained to me the difference there. Um, I don't know. I've, I feel like I have a problem, uh, meeting new people. I think I come off as a bit standoffish, you know, like I've been living in my same place for like two and a half years. And the, the Korean lady that works at the corner store, um, doesn't like even like really look me in the eye. Like she like totally dismisses me. Like you think we would have built some kind of rapport by now. Uh, it might have something to do with the Kim Jong-il shirt I wear in every once in a while, but I mean, get over it. He's dead. All right. I mean, I sound like I'm wearing a Kim Jong-un shirt. It's not a big deal. Uh, I don't really get cocaine, guys. Anybody, anybody here love cocaine? Anybody big old cokeheads here? No? I, I don't know. I, it's like every time I... I've tried it once. I was very drunk. Uh, and afterwards, I wasn't drunk. That was the extent of cocaine for me. It was like, whoopee fucking do. Like, I just did, you just undid all these long hours of hard work I did, okay? Like, what the fuck? Like, I was enjoying that drunk. Why did you take that away from me? And how much did that cost me? What the fuck? <laughs> uh, ladies, I'm single. Um, but it's, uh, I was in a relationship for six years. Uh, and you can't put a price on the amount of training that has boyfriend training that's already been put into me. Like I tell you guys, like I know how to act in front of your friends, uh, you know, not saying stupid things, not, uh, not being an asshole. I know I only take up about, I'm going to say max six inches on the bed. Like I've been trained to sleep all the way on the side. Like I know you're going to try to kick me out. I'm already there. Um, I don't, comp- I don't complain about doing the dishes, and um, I'm a great cuddler, okay? I've been trained, okay? I, there's, a, there's a high premium on this stuff. I feel like my stock should be up there. Um, does anybody watch that Cat, Cat Whisperer show? Anyone? Please look it up. It's really, it's really something special. Uh, it's a guy that does exactly what anybody that has cats does. And just kind of like says random stuff to them and they ignore him. And then he just lies to people about what that means. And he does it all. He does it all while just looking like a hippie version of Guy Fieri. And it's the funniest fucking thing in the world. Like, I don't know. It's it's a new favorite pleasure of mine. Um, I get a weird, a lot, a lot of, you know, I've been talking about cats a lot lately. And uh, the my cats, you know, I, when you bring up cats you know everyone just says like oh oh, yeah you seem like a dog guy like isn't like cats kind of gay i'm like well if guys are more like dogs and girls are more like cats isn't it way more gay to like dogs like you're just letting these motherfuckers lick you in the face and you're like rubbing their bellies and stuff like that's way more gay um i did 
I thought I had like 15 seconds after that. And then, all right, we'll call it there. I think that was enough of me stuttering through half-form premises. So thanks a lot, guys. Marty Cunny, everyone. We've got microphones around the room. Uh, I loved the baseball joke, but I feel like... Uh, it could be, you've got the snot rockets. I mean, they definitely spit. They've got the snot rockets. Um, they look, they all have beards now and they look homeless. Like, um, it just, it seemed like it needed another thing that was something gross that they do. That's, I don't, do they grab their jaw? Did they you do. say, I was On trying to fairly think, regular basis. all I could think about was the bubble gum. Remember the bubble, they can't chaw, but yeah. now they can chew the weird little packets of gum or. I, I was thinking to take, you know, do two banal examples, like scratching the crotch, snot rockets, and then do something extreme about, you know, something that they all do outside of baseball. That's an abominable, you know, because they're always in the news for something. Uh, DUIs or something. Yeah, something like, like that. that. Yeah. So just just figure out what that third thing is. That yeah, all, yeah. Enough people will go. Oh, yeah, totally. And I think that'll be it. Yeah. Or I was also thinking comparing them to homeless people because like like oh, yeah. like Pam just said like a lot of them are looking pretty disheveled these days. Yeah. They really do look homeless. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That that one needs more. And, I was yeah. just thinking about that last night. The World Series. Game. And maybe if you want to go for the big shebang, uh, they all do have the homeless beards, which is like the new gay fad. And they're constantly in the locker rooms with each other, you know, naked, delicious, sexy bodies and <laughs> constantly working out with each other. So maybe tying a little or, gayness or, in there. Or bears because they're getting fat now. It's like the only a professional sport where you can still have a belly like uh, Babe Ruth. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, right. Okay. Um, and there's truly... Belly bear, big old bears. And there's really gayness behind it, maybe. So add that element, possibly. Sure, yeah. Ah! Um, I was thinking for uh, the uh, J-Lo killed Selena bit, just come right out and say it. J-Lo killed Selena. And then go explain, I'm not into conspiracy theories, and then go back into it. Okay. Um, and then, that way it's got some punch up front, and then you can, I was thinking, like, start comparing it to other stuff, like, you know, you're talking about how, you know, she was a fly girl, and now she's showing up in the biopic, right? That's kind of like the Tanya, uh, Nancy Kerrigan, Tanya Hardy thing, oh. going back and forth. Yeah. So you could do other rivalries like that, where some, uh, Biggie Tupac, you know, just other yeah. things where people wound up dead, and just yeah, keep going. Yeah, yeah. That was another half-formed thought I needed to put some more into, but that's good. That's a good call. Um, I like that cocaine comment that it just like takes away so, you being drunk. So it's like, is that why people say cocaine is so expensive? Because you look, two bar tabs. In, yeah, in it's like, so, yeah, like, it's not like more than any powder you could stick up your nose. Right. Yeah. Um, the dogs and the gay thing. I, you're, it's the beginning of something. Like you gotta find something funny that makes cats more straight. Well, so that's going to be, I have a, like a five minutes of cat stuff <coughs> that okay. it's me like talking about my cats and like how much I prefer them over my ex-girlfriend or something like that. And so the, I, the, I wanna, what I want to work into that one is the, the punchline of that one is me comparing dogs and cats and then me saying, oh, I'm sorry, did I say cats? I meant my ex. And it's something about how they're like passive aggressive and standoffish exactly. and something like that. Because cats, like they're really hard to win over. And- yeah. Yeah. And so that one's. Yeah, that one needs more well, work. Well, I think the punchline actually is Cat Whisperer gets laid. <laughs> right? Like, he's all, after you talk about describing him and everything else, and you're like, and unlike me, Cat Whisperer gets laid. Yeah. Or something. To yeah, this guy's right. got it made, yeah. Yeah. Uh, because they're very, like, they'll walk away and wag their ass and pretend like they don't want attention, but they really, really, really want attention. Yeah, when you don't give it to them, it's then they come like back and meow at you like they're angry. <laughs> yeah, <kind> Yeah. <laughs> 
little bit. <laughs> uh, so for baseball, if you're looking for gay in baseball, the phallic bat, balls, there's a top of the inning, there's a bottom of the inning. <laughs> and and uh, they chew sunflower seeds, which is fucking disgusting. It's man. true. Sunflower oh, seeds yeah. are gross. Seeds. Yeah. No That's sunflower seeds one. at Mutiny Radio, if anybody didn't know that. <laughs> cool. You know who's rad? Marty Cunney. Cool. Thanks, guys. Yay! City of Drone is living in peace. Thanks mostly. I forgot to say one more thing. Stupid things that you say to your ex. You said, I don't say stupid things to my girlfriend's friends. You need to have some examples there. Like, you got hot tits. Yeah. Like, because that's how it makes you special, that you don't tell her friend that all her girlfriends have hot tits or that their asses are cuter than, right? Like, that's the, you're next comedian. I have dreams about us being in junior high together so that I could have finally had someone to make fun of in PE. Because la- I love your thing whenever he's on the end of the back of her shirt. It said her name, uh, which is great. And she is Allison Hooker. Thank you, Pam. Um, yeah, you were talking about sports. I fucking, I, I can't stand sports. I, sorry if you guys are fans, but I f- just find them very pointless. But what is annoying to me is that they're always used as like the ultimate metaphor. It's, it's on the news, like Trump facing North Korea is like bottom of the ninth, bases are loaded. He's up to bat. If he loses this, he loses it. It's like fucking, no, it's not like that at all. Because... Sports are pointless. Like, if you miss the shot, you still go home to your multi-million dollar house. Like, a better metaphor, if you really want to use sports, would be like, bottom of the ninth, bases are loaded. ISIS blows up the entire stadium. <laughs> like, that's a little clo- closer to North Korea. I also don't know what's happening in sports or what any of it means. Like, I couldn't even finish the sentence. You guys caught me. So I'm, like, sitting there watching. He's like, what the fuck is happening with North Korea? Like, <laughs> doesn't mean anything to me. Anyways, I, I don't know about this story, you guys, but I'm going to try it out. I, um, I went to the doctor. Okay, waiting for a round of applause there. No, no, I went, <laughs> thank you. No, I went to the doctor, and I always get, like, a little stopped up on this how many drinks per week question, you know? You know? Because, I mean, if you're on a questionnaire, they only give you two boxes. What do I draw the third one in, you know, do Roman numerals, like what? Um, but the doctor asked me how many drinks per week, and, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to go too low, because I wanted to check my liver. Um... <laughs> But I'm not an alcoholic, but I, I have like a two drink minimum, kind of like a comedy club. Like really, I have two drinks a night and then like maybe sometimes more. So I was like, whatever, I'll go with 14. It's a good number, two drinks a day, you know. She tells me that's too much. It is? I, I was kind of surprised. I was like, really, I thought you could have two drinks a day. She goes, no, men can. I was like, oh, what the fuck? Now men get this. Dude. This was right in the middle of the hashtag me too. I was like, bitch, what the fuck are you talking about? I got so angry. So she tries to like calm me down. She's like, listen, ma'am, if you need help with your drinking problem, I help a lot of my patients. I was like, bitch, first of all, I came here for drugs, not rehab. Second of all, you're not helping your patients. You're just helping them know how to lie to doctors. Because the next time I go to her, I'm definitely going to be like seven drinks a week. You know, like, you're not helping anybody. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so then she asked me, you know, ladies, I, you, I don't know if, if this is hard for you too, but I get stumped every time the doctor asks, what was the first day of your last period? No, do you guys know the answer? You don't, right? I mean, I'm, I'm like, I knew this question was coming, but we have no idea. 
She like brings out a calendar. I'm like, your calendar's not gonna help me here. Let me check my calendar, remember some events, and the last time I got in a stupid fucking argument with somebody, two days after that, first day of last period. Yeah, that's, actually this last month it was, a, uh, I got in an argument with the secretary at the dentist. Pretty pointless. Um, so <laughs> she listens to my heart and she thinks she hears a heart murmur. I was like, no, my heart's just hungover. Uh, no, but she thinks she hears a heart murmur and then she goes, oh, you know what it is? It's that you're so thin. I'm just hearing your heart too easily. I was like, wow, it's nice to know I'm built like a tin shed. <laughs> That's great. But because of this, she starts treating me like this very delicate flower, like I'm this little specimen, you know, and she goes, listen, she goes to give me the pap. Guys, real quick, paps are terrible. What it is is they stick a speculum inside of us and click it open twice to swab the inside of our vagina. I know, some of you are looking at me like, dude, I wish I could go to the doctor and stick my dick in something, but it's not fun. It's not nice, it's not enjoyable. It doesn't have like a rotating head or like bunny ears on it or anything. It's not a, not a good time. So she goes, I am going to use my smallest speculum. Any smaller would be pediatric. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? But then she slides it right in, goes right in, guys. <laughs> then she goes, click, 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 click. No, okay. <laughs> just that <laughs> I had a busy, it was a Monday appointment. It was a long weekend. I'm just saying, kind of looked like a hurricane went down. Either like houses in shambles, Trump throwing paper towels. It was a mess. Uh, okay, I guess what I'm trying to say is the hallway doesn't always fit the building. That's, that's it. Allison Hooker, everyone. Yay. We've got comments from the people. Oh, uh, so uh, I noticed at the doctor's appointment you got like uh, social drinking shamed and thin shamed. Maybe those aren't the best words, but uh, you throw them in there somehow about the drinking. And um, uh, something about that story reminded me, uh, we've all seen enough porn here to see the extremely thin guy with the fucking hose of a dick. Well, you're like the extremely thin woman with this. Very, anyway, you're the female version of that. Yeah. Uh, you said uh, you know you said that you made the comparison it's not like sticking your dick in something nice right what maybe add a comparison what is it like sticking your dick into oh okay that's good yeah uh, like a bad thing to stick your dick into um, and then for the first one you said the one about the sports comparisons like this this comparison makes no sense to me why aren't they making comparisons that would make more sense to me and then I don't know something that you're interested in I don't know what some okay. TV show you watch or like something you watch be like if they said like if it was like a real housewives comparison like right. I would totally fucking get it something more female yeah yeah, yeah. I, I had a thing for that joke with the after sports are pointless which is very, very funny and then you say the ISIS thing and then here's another one um, the opiate addiction killed 68,000 people last year which is you could fill up the giant stadium it's just a fact that exists in the world yeah, but right. last year if you want to be like or ISIS fill you could right but before you do the ISIS <laughs> joke or maybe ISIS is if you want to have something if you I'm just saying as an example it has to do with sports because I read it and I was like 68,000 people and someone's that fills up the giant stadium so you can like make it more topical to us here in San Francisco if you want to make us think I don't know anyway yeah yeah, yeah 60 because it's a huge that's like a but I really liked your sports are pointless thing because they really don't matter at all and then you said at the end pretty pointless about something and you could have said again like baseball you could have called it back if you wanted just because oh, yeah. you threw away you were like pretty pointless 
like baseball. I mean, okay. you can keep swirling around, but it was really, 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 that story was amazing with the yeah. too, too soon and the fucking alcohol. And I told my dentist today I drink 12 and she said the same thing. She said, do you need help with cessation? And I'm like, honey, no. It's <laughs> so anyway. all enjoying life. Right, yes. exactly. But I I, the same not, thing happened to me. So I, I identify with your story and I loved it. I'm not paying you to tell you my lifestyle is going to kill me because I know that already. Like, tell me something else. Um, I really like the doctor bit. I think there's a lot of good punches in there, but the general arc of the story seemed off. Cause like you went in there cause you want to get your liver checked, which is a, which I thought was a really good joke. Like I want it. But then at the end you're like, you were upset. You're going to lie to her about your liver and lower drinking. Uh, so you kind of like oh, yeah. have like conflicting ideas of what your actual point of view is with that one. So it's like the punches are good, but like, just think about the actual arc of the okay. story in the beginning and end of that. And then I think we need something more visual for what your vagina is like. It's like an inverse pyramid or some sort okay. of... I think the hallway in the building thing was just a little bit confusing. I okay. think just like find that right shape to like... Is it, it is it too much? It's too uncomfortable. It's like... I... Act out speculum a little bit. Click, 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 click. Everyone will know like from the word what it means. Oh, Okay. They call them the walls That's of your it. vagina, though. So, it, I mean, you're already on the right track because they say that you're vaginal walls. Yeah. So, with the hallway thing, I think you're pretty... I mean, it's it makes sense to me, kind of, because it's their wall. They call them your vaginal walls. So, you're in the right... The building... You're in the building. The building is... The building metaphor works for me. Okay. Yeah, I didn't get it until you said the building thing. I didn't... Because okay. I don't know how fucking special it works. Yeah. Like, so, maybe if I'm clicking it open with my fingers. Yeah. Uh, as a female that completely understands the speculum joke, I actually have grabbed one of those speculums out of the garbage and bring it home for my man to use it on me and have a little fun. <laughs> um, so I completely understand that. And uh, I know you're going to absorb all of their information that they've told you. But other than that, I, as understanding everything, thought it was an amazing flow, and I kind of liked it. So you adding all their little tidbits and stuff like that because you're super smart would definitely just spice it up because you're smart. So good job. That's all I can really say. Thank you. Yeah. Yay! I made up a nasty song. Yeah. I can take that dick. Click, 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 click. Ah! Yeah, you definitely have to add that. There that was you amazing. Go. That's your closer. There it is. Yeah. Everybody, Allison Hooker. And her last name is Hooker. She can drop it like it's hot. She dropped it like it was hella hot right there. Your next comedian. What a funny guy. Put your hands together for Anthony Zagoro. There will be none of what just happened up here. I, I, have, a hor- I have a horrible lower back. Um, and mostly everything. I am very unhealthy. Um, but anyway, I, uh, uh, I was just get a little bit healthier. I started doing these uh, walking tours in Union Square, and because uh, they're free walking tours, because I needed another performance-based job that doesn't pay, and so um, I just do these walking tours. And there's this guy that hangs around the tours, and he really just is fucking my shit up because he scares customers away. Uh, he's he's a really he looks recently deceased. Like that, the only the only way I can describe him is he looks like uh, if a bunch of local kids found a magical Kangol hat and they put it on a cracked end couch and then sung a song to bring it to life. You know, a Tom Waits song to bring it to life. Um, he, 
he hangs around and he takes pictures for people, uh, tourists that want to take pictures in Union Square so that all, all the tourists can be in the photo so that one doesn't have to be left out. Like he hasn't heard of a selfie before. Um, so he hangs around there and I, I don't know why he does this. No one's asked him to do this. No one would care if he stopped. But one day he comes up to me and goes, man, I, I got to... I got to take a couple days off. This is getting this is getting too much. I'm like, "Good. No one no one would care if you were here." Like I uh and luckily I haven't seen him for a while. Um hopefully hopefully he's off taking pictures of other he he seems like he's trying to steal phones and he's just really bad at it. Um uh, what else? Uh, oh yeah, I uh, I do these free tours uh, cuz I love history. I love talking about San Francisco's history. Uh these tours are just me lying to tourists about American history. That's all That's all these tours are. Because uh, I'll just be walking past uh, someone uh, right in front of this Apple store. Uh, Ronald Reagan was killed by Lee Harvey Oswald. And yeah, yes, that's why he is on the 20. Uh, and uh, that's that's my whole that's my whole job there. No, but I really do, I really do love history. Uh, my favorite uh, favorite part about history by far is failed assassination attempts, because if you think about all the work and planning that goes into an assassination attempt, for it to fail is just hilarious to me. Because like, uh, there's probably a couple murderers in here, but uh, for those of us that aren't murderers, uh, we all know the two things. That to get away with murder. Two basic things. Kill someone that nobody knows with no witnesses. But assassins, they go in their head, they go, um, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to kill the most recognizable person in the country in front of cameras and a thousand people. That's, that's my, what, what is a successful assassination attempt? It's murder. It's murder. So it's, it's already a bad idea to begin with. Um, my, uh, my favorite failed assassination attempt of Mehdi uh, is uh, the one on Andrew Jackson. Now, Andrew Jackson, uh, president company excluded, was one of our more assassin-worthy presidents. Uh, the guy, he, there's no reason he should be on our 20. Uh, Ronald Reagan is on the 20, sorry. Uh, I'm still in that tourist mode. Um, but yeah, uh, I'll cut it there. These are all really new. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, awesome. That's... Oh, yeah. So uh, Andrew Jackson, he was leaving a funeral and headed to a bar because this was the 1800s and you were either on your way to one of those. Um, that's all you did in that decade or uh, in that whole era. Uh, so he was leaving a funeral, headed to a bar, and then uh, his assassin came up to him with two guns, just in case one jams, and then both of them jammed. So one after the other, both of them jammed, which is the the assassin equivalent of both of your guns jamming when you're trying to kill someone. That's, that's the equivalent. So first gun jams, second gun jams, and then Andrew Jackson beat the living hell out of his assassin so much that Jackson's own security had to pull the president off of his attacker. That's, that has to be the worst. Yeah, you try and kill someone and then you get protected from your target by your target's security. That's, that's, that is absolutely awful. And he got beaten to death by a cane, which is extra humiliating. That's like getting run over by a wheelchair. All right, thanks. That's, that's Quick, they jealous of the bars that I flip. Yeah, Anthony's a We've got comments from the people. Uh, I would start out with, slow down your first joke was actually really good, and it was funny about the sofa. You described the sofa with the hat and the person, and I didn't, I felt like you were going too fast for me to get that. I felt like that's really good joke writing. Like it was a funny, weird metaphor and I just like slow down and take your time with that because it's, it's well written, like the sofa with a hat. I don't even remember it now, but it was it made a really great image in my head. Oh. And then um, I feel like you need to get to the Jackson um, 
stuff just quickly more it's like assassination attempts they gotta just it went on your assassination buildup went for like a minute and a half and then you finally got to the thing and then you smooshed it into a minute yeah so i would just like get there and then expand on the part where you actually because it was like you were like talking about history as this amorphous thing and then you got to the part where you're like this is what i'm talking about so i would like take that amorphousness and just swoop like to a line and then get to your history yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I just uh, want to hear you sing the song that brings this guy back to life. Uh, It'd be a good opportunity to do a Tom Waits impression. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you would like to. The, I did just smoke a cigarette. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the sad old man uh, uh, takes pictures for the tourists. Uh, that, that's, that's all I got. The, um... The history stuff, like the fake history that you give, is just so unbelievable. Like it's hard to laugh because we just know you're full of shit. I think it'd be more interesting if you kept it real and then just added a completely ridiculous detail. Like, but while he was, you know, he went up and shot this person at this intersection, like while chewing a pack of dentine gum. Just like that's not funny, but like, because just I don't know what everyone else thinks. But there's this thing called like a false premise where we're just like, dude, I'm not, I'm not on board with your premise because I just know it's so ridiculous. So um. I think. No, I saying, oh, I was getting what you were saying. I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah. so I just think like it would, it might work better and be a funnier and a harder punchline if it's like, um, yeah, you sort of take us through something real and then add like this really funny detail that we all are on board with. So we like, can all be on board with the real story and then all know that it's the punchline versus like the, the whole thing is just like absurd, you know? That's just a mm-hmm. suggestion. <laughs> other comments other comments any more comments all right everybody anthony zagara we're moving right along here on the joke workshop on mutinyradio.fm your next comedian i don't know this guy i don't think uh put your hands together for lucas matthew mullen dual exhaust license plate straight say who's the boss what's going on guys how you doing Awesome. Woo. All right. So this is my first time here. Yeah, you're completely right. You don't know me. Uh, I hang out with Anthony sometimes. I do live with him, so that works out. Um, so I, I'm just going to... I mean, I've been on the radio before, so I know that our audience can't see that. I'm holding my phone, so this is great. Uh, and they didn't hear that, so... Um, I do like living in San Francisco. You see a lot of interesting things here. Uh, when, like, on 420, I, like, went to Hippie Hill... I saw a guy holding a sign that said uh, killer indoor for sale. And like here I'd be like, yeah, cool. Guy's got some really great weed to sell. But like any other place, that sign is very unnerving. It's killer indoor for sale. Is this guy offering his services to kill people for me? And for some reason only operates inside? Interesting. Hmm. Might hire this guy to kill my girlfriend. Uh, I, I really don't have too many that like I actually wrote down. I'm trying to like improv a lot of this but like i actually wrote this down a while ago and i totally forgot if i had anything funny to say about it but like i was watching star trek and i saw like captain kirk pull out like his device like talking to and i really don't watch a lot of star trek this is the first time i've seen it and it blew my mind that beyond anything else that happens in the show just blows my mind that he's at that time we're still holding things to like talk into them 
like we still we have the apple watch now and like we're getting used to i guess portable technology but like even then we just got past that we're still just okay with just ho holding it this close to our face yeah what's going on spock yeah hold on let me just put this away pull back out why is it not attached to him like that's just like my biggest problem with it being that far in the future um let's see so i'm from sacramento and thank you yeah that very rare that you'll get one of those but <laughs> no but uh yeah it's my hometown so there's a lot of things i do like about it um it was really weird when like la was like all right let's let's see what else we can take away from another city like when when they tried to take like the kings away from us so why but it was like what else do we have other than like our meth addicts and our train museum uh our teen pregnancies and our car accidents. I mean, there's really not much we have going for us. And they're like, yeah, let's just take another team away from another city. Just come on over here. And they already have a team called the Kings. They're just like, ah, oh, we'll take another Kings. Like, no, you don't get to, just because you didn't treat your Kings right doesn't mean you get to take ours. And, and then they wouldn't called it. I think they were going to change the name to like the Royals or something. They might as well just call it Kings too. Like it didn't even like they just wanted to just to get away with changing the name. I mean, like that's not even like a terrifying like sports team. If you hear them coming, tell them, oh the Kings are coming. Oh shit, clean up, clean up. All right, God, Kings are coming. The Royals are coming. All oh, those assholes. Oh god damn it. All right, I guess I know I'm not gonna clean anything up. Whatever, they'll just come. We'll kick their ass. Um, let's see what else do I got here. Uh, we took a lift here because uh, I just don't like dealing with like uncertainty of public transportation. And like it's just odd that like before Lyft, I was I never got took taxis. I never like was okay with like getting in a taxi. I think it was just my anxiety, just like dealing with getting into a car with another person. But we we trust technology like so quickly that we're just like yeah whatever. I'll just get I will just get into this car. Like just it's fine. But you're like when you're in a taxi, you're in a taxi. You're like in someone else's like business. But like in a Lyft, you're just in someone's car. You're just like in another person's car. So you basically just introduced another person to your situation that night it's not like uh you're hiring anybody all right yes yeah, like all of these are just came up with two minutes ago guys like <laughs> trust me uh yeah i really don't uh let's see i guess i have one minute left um yeah i guess i'm just like really trying to work at this hopefully by the time i'm good at it you know we'll be on mars so i can be the first that's my dream is to be the first comedian on mars uh, just so by the time I get there, I can let down everybody just like I'm letting you guys all down by joking about the weather. Hey, hey how about this? Can't even breathe out here, right, guys? <laughs> uh, that's all I got. Thank you. Lucas Matthew Mullen. Hey, yay, welcome. Thanks. Thanks. Yes, my Hooray. first time here. Anthony's talked about it a lot, so I thought I'd come over and try out some stuff. I haven't really been doing stand-up for like a few months now. That's great. Yeah. Do you have great stage presence? Thank you. You sound, you look really comfortable. I, if you wouldn't have told me that you were super new, I wouldn't have known it because you just sort of have like a presence and you're talking and you're, you were able to riff about things at the end and you're very comfortable and that, that bodes really well for you. Thank you. Marty Cunny has something to say. Just an FYI, there is a team called the Royals. There is a, there is another yeah. one. Did LA also take that one? No, Kansas City. They actually won the World Series a few years back. So. That's right. That's right. We up, went up against them. Like 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 you, I don't. I know very little about sports. They don't. Like, again, it all doesn't. Just matter. an FYI. Thank it, you. Maybe though. it's something you can work in. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah. Uh, as far as the inside killer, just it like if uh, say like oh if I was, I was if I didn't know what that meant that would raise a lot of questions. Like what happens if the target goes outside? Is the contract <laughs> off? Like, like just like just like tangent tangent questions like yeah, that yeah, could yeah. be could be something to go with. Cool. What about you, man? You got anything to say? <laughs> what about your buddy Anthony Zaccaro? You say, you 
Anthony Zaccaro, it's your buddy. You should tell him something. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> glad that kills. Oh. I really liked it because he knows where I live. Ah! Um, so, uh, yeah, no. You better have liked it because I know where you live. Yes, yes. Uh, but uh, no, I think, uh, yes, uh, same, same kind of same note I got. Uh, the, um, the, yeah, the uh, Star Trek joke. Uh, we, uh, I know you have more to that Star Trek joke, like the, with the whole I know thing. I did too. I have no idea where it all went. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, uh, just about uh, getting there to all that, because you, you've told me all of that before, and it's really good. So. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you guys. This was an honor trying this out here. Hooray, Lucas Matthew Mullen! Come back again and again and try it again and again. Everybody does it here. Your next comedian is a very funny man. He is half of Destiny's Child. They just had a, a I'm, I'm sure it was a great show on the 26th. I'm sure it was amazing, actually. I saw the posters for it everywhere, all over the mission. So they definitely promoted right. Uh, everybody put your hands together for David Roth. The pipeline shows like nightline. Hip hop runs through me, the flow's my lifeline. Music makers, what I do best. Grind the baby, you don't take no mess. It's not Destiny's Child, Pamela. Destiny's mom, I'm sorry. Destiny's mom, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wish I was an attractive black woman. <laughs> I constantly think about, but that wasn't in the cards for me. Um, instead, I'm a semi-monotone Jewish man that was dealing with weight issues since he was a child. I pretty much just like Beyonce, right? I what is oh 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 no. I was I still resent like my grandparents, my parents for overfeeding me. I was like. What, what, were, what? Why? It's just like a Jewish thing. They see that they knew I was obese, and they just kept feeding me. Like, but I really wanted to lose weight because no, no female would make out with me. And I remember my first orgasm. Like, I wasn't even excited about becoming a man. I was just really excited about that teaspoon of weight loss. You know, like, oh my god, I feel kind of light on my feet. My, uh, I remember being in high school at the cafeteria, and I was like eating lunch, uh, I think it was my second lunch, and I must have looked really sad because like my history teacher walks over to me and he's like, David, you know, it was a sign of prosperity centuries ago to be uh, portly. You actually had the ideal body type to attract ladies in the 1500s. It's like, thanks. <laughs> Glad the only thing between me and vagina is a time machine. <laughs> so you can only like imagine how stoked I was uh, when I'm, I saw like a poster in that same cafeteria that like coming to our town was the Renaissance Fair. That was just like, basically it was like gonna be like a portly appreciation festival. Cause like that was like the middle ages, like that was the 1500s. Like I like gathered all my like friends and we just, we went to that fair, it was like four dudes with like type two diabetes walking in like reservoir dog style, like in slow motion. Um, we were actually walking as fast as we can. We were just really slow. And uh, we, <laughs> we were basically like talking shit to the skinny kid, you know? We were like, hey man, nice abs. Good luck surviving the great famine. <laughs> and then uh, there was like all these like cute theater girls that were dressed like as, you know, ladies from back then. And I went up to one, I was like, you realize you'd basically have to break character to not want to fuck me. <laughs> like, I don't really think there's like an obesity problem in America, right? There's just like a shortage of Renaissance fairs. <laughs> uh, my favorite musician is Billy Joel. He's the best, but do not see him live. Don't do it. Do you, does everyone here know who Billy Joel is? 
Okay. I know you do, Quirk. Yeah, no, because I brought up his name amongst some young millennials like you fuckers. Uh, and they just look at me confused. They don't know who Billy Joel is. And I feel like I have to explain everything to young millennials. Like, I was walking down the street the other day. Does everyone know what a street is? It's that thing that's out of focus when you're looking at your phone. Uh, so I saw, man, I saw Billy Joel. He was like at Oracle Arena. Basically, like, every person was singing every lyric to every song except for one, and that was Billy Joel. He's like, it's nine o'clock on a Saturday. Everybody. Of course, there's that, like, drunk girl behind me who's like, regular crowd shuffles in. I'm like, awesome. I just paid $100 to hear Kathy from Salesforce. (laughs) Like, I paid all this money. Like, I want to hear Billy Joel sing, you know? I'm really pissed. So, like, while the song's kind of going on and it's, like, crescendoing to the chorus and everyone's like, sing us a song, you're the piano man. I just, like, scream out on my totally own wavelength, like, sing us the song, you're the piano man. (laughs) Which I think was, like, the least effective thing to (laughs) scream out because I just sound like that's the song, you know? Like, what am I supposed to do to get Billy Joel specifically to sing Piano Man? Like, no, sing us the song, you specifically. Like, the more... Like, dude, sing us the song. Like, what can you actually... Dude, you're the Piano Man, sing the song. Everything just sounds like it's like some sort of weird, angry remix of the song. You know, that's it's just like weird. I just sounded angry. That's like going to like a parade and being like, Yankee Doodle went to town riding on a pony. Like, it's just... <laughs> fucking weird misplaced anger all right that's been my time i've been david thank you david roth everyone hooray that street joke is killer and i feel like you threw it away in the middle of that joke but you could use it anywhere that the street is out of focus that's an amazing joke it's really really great it's a really really great one-liner and you can use it anywhere it's just like it's really good. And I don't understand why you have body dysmorphia issues. You and like um, fucking Mansfield need to go out on like a, a lunch date or something. You're not fat. You look really thin. Maybe it's yeah, the jacket, you. but you look great. Yeah, no, I don't I know well. what you're... It takes a lot of work. What's it? This the layering? Time is, in Nordstrom's. is that what it does? Okay, yeah, fine. Well, I think you have body pounds. dysmorphia issues because well, you've got, I mean, you've got a little, your fupa's about the same size as huh. mine. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Kirk has comments. Um... I, great set. I think it was very funny. Uh, but I think it'd be funnier if you said about like the only thing same between you and pussy is five hundred years. You know, but. <laughs> uh, it's pretty funny. On the same wavelength of that 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 joke, just bring up like, uh, is that why all those like fedora wearing losers are saying "milady" all the time because they're trying to like harken back to that age? Um, and I don't know if this work is this would work any in anywhere at all, but just complaining about you know everyone's singing along, but everyone's still fucking up the lyrics because they were wasted. So you just hear you have to hear like a shitty version. Right. right. It. It's not even like a good like not they're not even getting it right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I th- have the same comment as Pam that like you you don't look like you struggle with weight. So if you I just did that set to hear this from you guys. So thank you. <laughs> Uh, no, but if you were really that fat before, like you're saying like type 2 diabetes and obese, you're using words that are like, you know, saying that you were pretty big. So you should say the struggle like a little bit. Maybe you right. wear Spanx and you diet constantly. Like yeah. all you ever do is comedy and diet. I don't know. Like so that we understand that you're coming from a place of that you really right. did struggle with weight because it doesn't look like you do now. Um, 
Oh, and your family like plumping you up like like a roast pig is really yeah. funny. Like I feel like there's some, like what were they planning to do with me? What was their like my mom never wanted me to leave the house. Like like what is that? Yeah. And something like in a Jewish family. I think that's funny. When you do uh, sing us a song, you're the piano man. I think the part where everyone's singing it together, you can act that out a little bit more. Like sing it a little more but sing it like a little off key and like it's a bunch of people like a little drunk a little off key and because that's so funny like sing us the song you're the that's a really funny after that so to make them more different i'd sing it a little more okay because i kind of bail on it because i'm ready to get to my own yeah you're ready to get to the punch but sing it out like but you can make that really funny in person like off key a little like everybody's singing it yeah right 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 nice set could you make could you make the audience could you make the audience sing Piano Man with you? I mean, it could be a fun act out for the group. Like we all know the song. Come on, see, like see if you could get people in the audience. It's just an idea to get because then you could be like then you could actually do it over them as they're singing. Be like, no, sing us. They, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, cool. Anyway, just an idea. Yeah, that's cool. It's really funny because it's like, oh, all I have to do is, and then like you're waiting for like something, and then it's the thing you say is literally impossible. It's like, oh, all I need is a time machine, and then just, I don't know. It was, I think you just leave that one in, like, because he said the the 500 thing, 500 feedback on feedback is is funny. Feedback on feedback. But I like the time machine part. I'll try. I'll t- yeah, I can try both. And then I'll email you separately. <laughs> I actually liked the 500 years thing, but I think you could say, I think you could say like, what do I need a time machine? Like just to go 500 years in the wrong direction. Like, you know, really like, like stretch out that this is impossible for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We're just going to spend the rest of the time talking about this. Um, The, so I liked your little voices. You're doing some some voices and act jacks, but I th- I think you should. Said <laughs> in such a. Is David doing voices now? David's, David's doing little voices. voices. He's doing little characters. But I I you use the same voice for your high school teacher and for some other joke later. So but I so I think you should play around with it more and like use the range of you know what you did just now in that like silly lispy voice like think about using like different kinds of voices for different jokes. Okay. Um Are you saying I'm like a one voice wonder? <laughs> a monotone one voice wonder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, formerly fat. But yeah, I I agree with you. I mean, this is some I feel like this is something we've talked about before where like I think you need to establish that like you you were once fat and you're before just like jumping into like i have body issues because everyone just right. kind of sees the the current version of you um and then the you kind of the yankee doodle thing at the end like i, I you, you kind of threw it away but i feel like there could be something there like maybe not necessarily yankee doodle but like some other song that um that like is related to an event or something like like just to enunciate it a little more, because it took me a second to realize what you were doing. But. So like pick a. I mean, different even if even if you pick the Yankee Doodle song, like just make sure to kind of like hold on hold on to it for a beat or to enunciate it, because it, it took me a second to realize what you were doing, uh, and then okay. you were like wrapping up your set. Okay, yeah. Yeah. David Roth, everyone. All right, your next comedian. What a hot drink of water. He just got married. 
I can't believe you just got married. I saw it on the thing on the Facebooks, and I'm like, is this real? This is crazy. We've, I've never seen him with a woman. That's not true. I think <laughs> I'm such a dick. I've missed him. I've missed this next comedian. He hasn't been around in a while, and I was wondering what happened to him. It's because he got married. He has a life. I didn't know that. Everybody, Ken Suzuki. Oh, man, take the rings off before you backhand me there, Pam. Oh, oh, mutiny. This is what I've missed. It feels so good being back here. I've just been, yeah, I've been getting married. Uh, Fun fact, yeah, my wife and I were, were polyamorous, which I'm beginning to learn means we're just very unattractive, and uh, so much so that I think by default we're now monogamous again. <laughs> trying to stay political, trying to stay political, I've been doing a lot of protesting when I've been here, yes, I've been protesting, I haven't been taking it one step further though, fucking kneeling for a flag, I killed and ate a bald eagle. That's what I did. And what does a bald eagle taste like? Let me tell you. A bald eagle tastes a little, it tastes just like a very patriotic chicken. That's bald eagle flavor for you. <sighs> Where do I go from here? I don't know. Let's go down. You know, weddings are interesting though. Because you find a lot of people like to wear bow ties with their tux. How about you? A bow tie to me is like, if you see a man in a bow tie, that's one step away from a choker collar and a leash. A bow tie and a man, I see that guy, I want to hold him down and spit in his mouth. Oh. <laughs> Bathroom stalls, exactly. It's terrible. It's terrible. Oh. Is the race war here yet? The race war, the race war is coming, people. The races are coming. The race, I'm sorry, not the race war. The race gangbang, it's coming. Everyone grab yourself a towel and get some lube. It's going to be messy. Oh. Multiracial gangbang, multiracial airtight. Could we have it? I don't think so. Because which race would be the anchor? Which race would be the base? They'd argue over that. The war would start all over again. Uh, suicide. Now, you know like 40%, more than 40% of Americans have thoughts of suicidal ideation? Everyone's got a death wish, though. Nobody has a death work ethic. All right, folks, shit in one hand, wish in another. We'll see which one comes to you first. Got to go out and grab your dreams is what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying? Grab your dreams around the neck. Now, I don't know if you guys have this thing here. I don't know why. I don't go out enough. So I don't know. Do bathrooms here have, like, TVs above their urinals? Because back in the Midwest, they do. And... Um, I mean, tell you, you don't think it's possible to fall asleep with your dick in your hand until you've been forced to watch golf on the TV above your urinal. Fucking golf. Listen, if I wanted to see someone smack a ball around, I would just hire a hooker to do it to me. Yeah. You know, everybody's got a, has a dream, right? My dream is to watch my sexual kinks become mainstream. You always think you write more than four minutes. You always do. Like, I got it. Oh, Kovefe. Thank you. 
behind us, a tight view of the city. Weather cave will cause a Ken Suzuki, everyone. Ready for... I'm so glad you're back. I didn't mean to make fun of you at the beginning. I was trying to introduce you, but I'm just... Okay, make fun of my personality. No, it's I, better than watching my career go nowhere. No, I, Thank you. I'm, I'm glad you're back. Um, and the only thing I have to say, I, I always enjoy you, but because um, mm-hmm. you're so bizarre. Um, but where did the... Uh, all of a sudden, he started talking about the Midwest, but there was no context for it. So I was like, all of a sudden, he's... Oh, that's where I had I the just, wedding. Oh, okay. I just didn't know the context of that. So I wasn't paying enough attention on Facebook. But because you started talking about the Midwest, and I was like, bleh, bleh. it just seemed like non sequitur to me. But so mention that in your thing about the wedding. I had a polyamorous wedding in the Midwest. That's funny on its fucking own. <laughs> right? What happens no? with us back there that no one knows no. about? Uh, You're on one. So, uh, uh, you got married for real? No. Because <laughs> I just want to be the first to say uh, that poor woman. I mean, oh. Uh, oh, you guys, you guys hear his stuff? That poor woman. That poor girl. Yes, guys. APPM. No. Classic, classic grooming behavior right here, and he's bragging about it on stage. That's a grooming no, that's people all, joke. That's all I, had I have some actual. Wow, those are really mean. Um, <laughs> so, I think the joke is really funny about when you sort of you're like we found out we were ugly. So, yes. look, but you got to slow the thing. It's a really really good idea. Just slow the whole thing down, mm-hmm. draw it out. So basically, like you're theoretically poly- polyamorous. You're like I'm in an open relationship. Just no one's taking either of us up on. But it's nice to know I have the <laughs> freedom. Forward. Like this idea, because like I have we, Sarah and I have this like friend who's gay, but like he doesn't. And his dad won't talk to him because he's gay. But he actually was like in this a two-year dry spell. So it's like, it's, so what was really funny about it, like, it's like the same thing with this. It's like you are polyamorous, but you're not. No one will fuck you. So you're like this monog. You're like an aspiring polyamorous. Like, yeah. I am in an open relationship. So just like that whole thing is really funny. But like, you're like flying over with a rocket. Like, take it step by step and step and break down like what it is because just the whole premise is really nice. And then when you said suicide, talked about suicide, it was a total non sequitur that made me laugh really loudly. It made no one else laugh. But I think you should say something like, you know, on average, think, people think about, the average human being thinks about suicide once every minute. That means for, for me, like, that means based on me, there's 50 of you guys never thinking about suicide. Just, you could make some little stat about, you know, some like joke about how you're thinking about it constantly. That way. Thank you. To embellish on what David said uh, about the not ugly part, uh, it was really, really super funny. Like you said, if you were to draw it out, maybe describe your girlfriend and you know what I'm saying? And like how she might not be the best looker and it takes both of you guys to kind of spot out the ugly chicks uh, with low self-esteem or something like that, that possibly want to go home and, and get banged or something like that. So that, that's super hilarious though. It's great. I don't think you're ugly. I'll stop short of calling my girlfriend ugly too. I'll take it as far as making fun of myself. You're not ugly. And I mean, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, well, then if you if you don't want to disparage your bride, then maybe then maybe you have to say that you're so gross that you're the anchor weighing down the relationship. Right. You've got to just turn it on to yourself. And Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. What do you think you're married? Yes. Instagram, people. Um, I feel like there could be uh, an analogy with uh, your polyamorous, but uh, you're monogamous by default. Like uh, that's like being illiterate in the Library of Congress, or 
something there. You can compare it to something else um, and expand on that part. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. And here comes Yay, Ken Suzuki! I'm on the train, but I'm off the track. I'm from the bay. Your next comedian. What a funny lady. I'm excited to see her. I haven't seen her in a while. And uh, it's, it'll be, I just, actually, it's funny because I think I sent you an email today. A terribly un, I, I've been a dick to you guys. You've probably already gotten the email. And if you haven't, you're going to get an email. Every day I go through the letters of the alphabet. So I, today was S and I put in S-A and then I t- click all the comedians. And then I write that note to you that says, hey, comedians with an S in your name. I don't mean to be just cold emailing you for no reason, but I really want comics to apply for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival of 2018. It's only $10 to apply, and this year, it's sponsored by Spark. That means your gift bags are going to have weed in them. Yay! It's only $10 to apply. It's open until November 30th. It's March 1st through 5th in uh, next year. So it's the third annual. Please apply. It would be, that would be great. Uh, all right, your next comedian. Put your hands together. Sarah DeForest. Come smoke with your boy. Grinder. Uh. Thank you, Pam. Happy to be part of your SA email. Keep an eye out for that tonight. Um, so you guys want to hear about my boyfriend's mom? Uh, yes. <laughs> Uh, she's a treat. She, uh, the, the first time I met her, um, we, were, we were at her house, and she was talking to her son, my boyfriend, who is a balding lawyer. I'm just, that's all I'll describe him. And yeah, yeah, great catch. Hold on to that. Um, and, she, and she was like, you know, John, you got the money. Why don't you just get hair plugs? Which is, you know, it's so, no one wants to hear that, especially not from your mom. And like the poor guy, like as if the only thing that's keeping him from having hair surgically removed from his ass and then like skin grafted onto his scalp is the financials, you know, like that's, that's what's keeping him. And, but, you know, she, she wouldn't drop it. Like she, she just kept harping on it and harping on it until finally John was just like, mom, can we change the subject? And so then she turned to me and said, so Sarah, what do you think about Trump's policies on ISIS? The first time I met her, this is like, like I'm just fucked. Like there is no good answer to this question. Like I don't, like, I don't know what her angle is. Like I, she's from Santa Cruz, so you assume she's liberal, but she's also of a different generation. And like, is she just testing me or does she really want to have a political discussion about, uh, about Trump right now? And like, what do, like, I just don't know what what to do here. Like, is she? Isn't that the number one rule to not bring up politics and family? That's like not anything that anyone wants to be involved in. And and by the way, does Trump even have policies on ISIS? And like, if he does, would I be able to articulate them? Like, I just I don't know what to do. And so I just turned to her and said the only thing I could think of, which was, I think John should get hair plugs. <laughs> A pause break from Pam. <laughs> uh, let's see. I, I'm 29, but people tell me I, I look younger than I am. I, I, I've just got this like kind of redheaded baby face, basic bitch look going on. Uh, it's like if it's like if little orphan Annie grew up to do marketing at a startup. 
which is what I do. <laughs> um, let's see. I, I've been feeling a lot of anxiety lately. I, I started this new job a few months ago, and I don't know. It, it's just been really stressful. And I, I'm also just getting all this pressure to get married because, like, all my friends are getting engaged. I'm just, and it's just, like, all weighing on me. But the worst thing that's, that's making me anxious is um, when people drop their phones. And I just, like, don't know what to do in the middle of the set. But the, the real worst thing is uh, when I think about that stat that everyone talks about, the statistic where... Like every night while we're sleeping, we each eat like 16 spiders, live spiders, like whole arachnids that go down our entire esophagus. Have you guys heard that before? It's like this weird, like like old wives tale, but it's it seems to be true. Like that's what's keeping me up at night. Like I'm I'm just like, is this why I'm not losing weight? Like, is it? Do I need to start adding 19 spiders a day to my food journal? Like I just don't know how to handle that, and I'm still working on that, so welcome your feedback. Um, let's see. Um, I, uh, we can do an oldie. I, let's see. By now, I, I mentioned that, uh, that I've read hair. It's this um, severe deformity that people like to remind me of, and I just, I feel like as a, as a ginger, like, the, like, we are the only minority that's okay to hate these days. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to compare ginger with the N-word, but it does have the same letters, if you think about it. It's, uh, yeah, just blowing your mind. Um, but yeah, we are, we're just, we're facing some rampant gingerism in our society today. Like, I, I'm sick of being called a fire crotch. Like, I, you know, I'm, I'm just ready to, to stand up against it. And so that's why I've decided to start a worldwide support group for redheads. It's called SPF 1000. <laughs> like, yeah, we'll get Conan O'Brien as our spokesperson. All right. Thanks very much. Still raining game. Sarah DeForest! Hooray! Very funny set, yay! Uh, I enjoyed that very much. Uh, so much, in fact, that I, you know which jokes I laughed because I was giving you an applause break. Uh, but the only thing I have to say is, again, with the body dysmorphia, will you skinny bitches stop talking about being fat? Seriously, first David Roth, now you, Elizabeth Mansfield, too. You're not fat, you're skinny. You already know you're skinny, Arden. You're really thin. So if you're gonna call back to that, you gotta call yourself a basic bitch again. Honestly, like, you would look great in yoga. Those are fucking size four pants, okay? So, you, get, you know, you're gorgeous. You know, sack up. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not like, I'm not trying to, I guess I wasn't trying to say I'm fat, but I guess I, it was just an assumption that like all women are always oh. trying to lose weight, but I should, yeah, it doesn't no, just come, basic come that clear. Yeah, yeah. Women with self-esteem just get used to their size and then embrace it. Yeah. <laughs> I had one thing. Um, so that bit was, it was really funny. The one about like with a boyfriend's mom. Um, between the line where it's like the boyfriend's mom turns to you and it's like, hey, do, what do you feel about Trump's policies on ISIS? Between that and when you say, like, does he even have policies? Like, there was a lot of exposition about, like, how uncomfortable the moment was, which I don't think necessarily, like, we, yeah, I think yeah. you could have trimmed that down a bunch and then okay. just gotten straight to that. Just, like, keep that yeah, rhythm yeah. going. Okay, cool. But, yeah, it was fun. 
Yeah, I agree. I thought you just she asked you about. It. I don't think you needed any of that. You could have just gone yeah. straight to the hair plugs punchline, and okay. that all that works. Um, that line about like removing hair from his ass to, and then with the financials punchline, it, there was so much like it was too much to grasp. The first clause was like so much shit going on that by mm-hmm. the time we got to financials, I was like still mm-hmm. putting the visuals together in my head. It was just like way too much. Yeah, it was like yeah. a top-loaded subject of the a top-loaded clause, so I like couldn't laugh that much at the financials because I was like, like grafted from up. his ass onto his head. I'm like, there was like that was too much information to like totally get that. And then um, yeah, I didn't understand where the losing weight thing came from with the spider at all. Like, and you do have like I feel like well yeah, I just didn't know what I, that, that had to do with losing whole, weight. Yeah, the whole that joke just came from the I I don't know I thought the phrase like. Originally, I had done like eighty thousand spiders or something. I just like had like maybe I was like high when I thought of that phrase, and right. I just thought it was really funny, <laughs> like the phrase itself. So I was trying to like backtrack, like think of a way to to stretch it out. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think the ginger and the n word thing. That's a really great insight, but like find the right way okay. to just reword, like reword and deliver the shit out of that because it's like yeah. such a like those. Did you realize those have all this? Or it's, I don't think anagrams, right? I think you. But like, yeah. those are those words have the exact same. Like, give us a ton more yeah, yeah. emotion because you you have a killer like yeah. insight. So like, as you do it more, just deliver it with that like confidence yeah. of just like boom goes the dynamite like, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. cool. All right, Sarah. De- oh, we have another. Oh, okay, go ahead. Is there any other? Sarah DeForest, everyone! Sarah DeForest. Very funny. Uh, Just to let you guys know, an anagram is the same word spelled backwards and forwards, like Taco Cat. That's... Oh, an anagram? No, so an anagram is when it's like... No, it's AWOL. Like, AWOL is an anagram. AWOL. That's an acronym. Shit, I'm the one with a master's degree in writing. So an anagram is when it's all this. So an anagram is the one where you flip the letters around. Well, there you go. All right. That's why they call them bananagrams. Oh. All right. Your next meeting. I thought it was a... Anyways, because I have Taco Cat is my new shirt, and I'm so excited about it. Your next comedian is so funny. He just got back. Uh, first, he went to Portland. Then he went to Chicago. Now he's here. Everybody, Arden. Holy crap, I lost count. Now it's me. Jesus. Uh, hey, everybody. Yeah, I'm back. Um, so Chicago was fun. Went the, the Windy Apple, you know. And it, it's a lot of fun out there. Um so we'll we'll talk about uh, my own body dysmorphia. Um, so I I, uh, I I I think I'm fat. Unfortunately, it's uh, yeah. So I have the anorexia thing, and uh, I was on a date uh, recently, and I was just like, look, I I, I want to be honest up front and tell you that uh, I have this body dysmorphia thing. So I'm kind of anorexic, and she goes, oh, I feel so bad for you but this means no ice cream. So, yeah. Yeah, my dates don't go well anymore ever since this. Uh, yeah, so uh, I, 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 I used to be a blackout drunk. Uh, it was part of the alcoholism thing. And one morning I woke up to find um, I had discharged my fire extinguisher all over my floor of my apartment. And uh, I'm just going, Jesus Christ, Harden. I mean, some people want to watch the world burn, but you want to put out imaginary fires. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
in tech news industry, uh, Casper, anybody know this company, Casper? They, they do mattresses, right? Deliver mattresses to your door. Apparently, they've been maliciously suing the shit out of any blogger or review site that negatively reviews them. Yeah, it, apparently they're trying to monopolize the entire mattress delivery market. Um, but I'm just like, who wants to be known as the number one company to deliver bed bugs to your door? Like, seriously? Come on. I, I mean, uh, at least they can change their motto to uh, Casper, the unfriendly ghost. You know? I don't know. These are all new people. I just wrote these five minutes ago. I, you see how much pot I smoke. Jesus Christ. Ah. Uh, and Portland, Portland was rough. I'll tell you, don't leave this city. It just don't stay here. It's it's safe here. It's nice here. There, it's one. It's cold. Fuck that. I ain't doing that shit. You know, here I'll take you know fifty degrees being an Arctic front coming through. You know, but there it was already thirty degrees when I was there, and it's not even November yet. That's insane. That's crazy talk. Ah. Uh. I know I've lost everybody at this. I've lost myself at this point. I'm really tr I'm trying to find a, a, just a strand I can grab onto. There's nothing helpful in my notebook. Anagrams. I, I, no, I, anagrams aren't gonna fucking help me. Uh, somebody give me something I can rant about. Is anything? <laughs> Not anagrams. Banana. No, fuck all you. Just, something. Give me something. Palindrums. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, look, shut, Jesus Christ. I, all right, here we go, one minute rant. I was a fucking English major, all right? So this hurts my heart that I'm in here with all you people destroying the goddamn English language every single fucking week. You come in here, and if I have to, or one more person drop the L wife off of a fucking uh, adverb. Oh, Jesus. Uh, no, but uh, something good to end on, something good to end on. I'm trying to think. You know, for an anorexic, I do eat a lot of coffee and donuts. A lot of coffee and donuts. Have you seen my Instagram from Chicago? It's just every coffee and donut fucking place there was. And there was this one barista. I got to tell you, the barista code, I, I went into a Dunkin' Donuts 24-hour place. The poor guy, he had to deal with a woman. And she's in there. She's going, I have my personal mug. And he goes, that's not one of ours. So you can't get the discount. She goes, but it's a mug and a thing. And she starts making all these unreasonable demands. And I feel bad because this goes on for 10 minutes. So I go up to him afterwards. I give him a big tip. And I was like, Hey, I feel for you. If I had to deal with that shit, I'd go fucking nuts. And he goes, this is every night. And I was like, Jesus, you are a fucking saint among men. I love you. So I kissed him, gave him a hand job, and left. That was it. Anyway, that's been my time. Good night. Arden, everyone. Yes, kissed him and gave him a hand job. It's the wow. Yeah. Uh, I think you do a lot more on the Portland versus San Francisco stuff. I mean, maybe compare the coffee, compare the weed, compare the homeless. Well, sh know. Chicago versus San Francisco, they're, they're only weed is CBD, so it's all bullshit. Uh, and then uh, the homeless, th there aren't any because they're all dead. They freeze to it's death. It's too cold, yeah. Yeah. Um, but there are a lot of guys passing out CDs. And so uh, <laughs> if you saw my Instagram, I shouted out two of those guys, and I'm going to play them on the air this week on uh, High Time Storytime. Uh, as far as you, when you talk about your 
You called it anamorphous? Is that what you called it for like anorexia yeah, or something? Body dysmorphia. Okay, body dysmorphia. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I've been slurring a lot. No, it's lately. totally cool. So I didn't really understand that part. So maybe you can embellish on how maybe you like big girls because you like to watch them eat because you no longer like to eat anymore. So you just like to feed them like and just wake them up in the middle of the night with cookies and stuff like that and just get them all fat and stuff. Something of the sort and just like totally embellish on that. So... You know something? An idea. I didn't. I didn't know you were anorexic. That's that's yeah. trippy because I've only seen you eat lots and lots of donuts. Yeah, but it, those, those are the only calories I consume. Wow! So, you you know, gotta eat sugar. some kale, bro. I don't know if that's... kale chips. There's like no calories in kale chips. You can eat them all day, and they have yeah, vitamins. No, I, I, and stuff. I, I'm working on it. I, okay. I'm working on it. I'll make you some kale chips. Sounds good. Yeah, just eat food. Yeah, that's nice to tell somebody with a psychological disorder. Just, just fucking don't have it anymore. That's all. Just don't be that. Well, thing. it's it's in the gestalt right now though too. Um, because Netflix shapes all our lives, and there's a Netflix movie out called To the Bone, and it has, is it Keanu Reeves as the kind doctor? Uh, oh yeah, I watched that thing, and that that movie. It's it's very fascinating and interesting. I loved watching it. I didn't change a single thought in my head. No, no, and I, I don't, I don't mean for it to. I'm just saying that oh, yeah, a way no. to connect with the no, audience it, because it, it's in the Gestalt. It's just like everybody watches Netflix, oh, and yeah. I, I think a lot of us have probably. I watched it. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely watched it too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm deciding whether or not to make a really <laughs> to make this joke. Oh, I'll, please do. Do, do it. Uh, I don't think you have body dysmorphia at all. I think you're really fat. Um, <laughs> So yes. So your your views about yourself spot on. Uh, <laughs> I didn't really get the bed bugs thing with Casper. I mean, I think the oh, pr- so okay. So I have to back this up. Uh, it, it, there's like if I had more time, I could introduce this whole thing. But I've had bed bugs once, but when I was in Jersey, uh, and this was you know Manhattan. That's like a thing where everybody's just waiting until they draw the short straw and they have the neighbor with the bed bugs, so they get the bed bugs and it's just bed bugs, right? right? And it so they kind of like out of nowhere with like just by just by mentioning a bed delivery service. I don't think we all thought. Like, yeah, San, San Francisco doesn't bugs. have the issue with the bed bugs the way New York does, and I have to introduce that more yeah. and get the I, idea. Going. I think to me, like whatever the the premise was more going towards like. What fucking company isn't evil? You know, like we can't. <laughs> Uber's evil now. Yeah. Like a mattress delivery service named after a friendly ghost is evil. Yeah. And I think those are like the two set up and then it's like, what's next? And I think that's where like the joke, the meat of the joke is whatever you're going to go from there. Yeah. So. You could also do a terrible pun of how can I sleep at night? Oh, shit. Oh, Oh, no. Uh, there's, hey, what's going on? I know this guy. All right. Hey, everybody, clap it up for Arden. La, 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 la. We're going to move right along your next comedian. I haven't seen her in a long time either. Uh, and it's great to see. No, I just, I, we haven't, we did a show together so long ago and, and it's great. It was actually, it was at Halloween years ago. Remember you were dressed as Cinderella in a prom dress and I was dressed as a runover Girl Scout and we did funny jokes and your friends, your friends laughed. Uh, you brought the whole, she brought like 20 people. It was awesome. There weren't that many. There were like 12. She has a lot of friends. She's like Marty Cunney. Book her because she'll actually bring people to the show. Put your hands together, everybody, for Trishna Segal. That was a long time ago when I had friends that would come to shows. 
I was I was Cinderella because uh, I thought it was funny um, and I wanted people to feel uncomfortable and tell me, don't you think you should have been Jasmine? <laughs> um, yeah, it has been a while. I've been I've been uh, going through some stuff. Um, I listen to a lot of Lana Del Rey to get through it. Uh, she's my safe version of cutting. Um, I try to. I also have anxiety, so I, I listen to a lot of meditation tapes. Uh, but the problem is when they tell me to go to my happy place, it's full of revenge fantasies. <laughs> Some people count sheep to fall asleep. I just count all the people who wronged me. <laughs> it's very soothing. Um, we started doing this thing at work where there's like a little conversation starter in a bucket. So we like, like each other more or something. Um, but we pulled one out and it was, uh, what poster did you have up when you were a child? And then everyone, you wanna, what, what did you have up? Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. Nothing? Beach bodies, yeah. So usually it's like celebrities, bands, or some sports thing. Uh, then I reflected and I was like, I had a, a waterfall, a big, beautiful waterfall. And then I remembered the conversation. Like I went to the poster store with my dad, and I was like, I want a poster of TLC. And he was like, Why would you want that? In like two weeks, you won't give a shit about them. Why don't you get that waterfall like their music? Because waterfalls are timeless. <laughs> because immigrant parents will only buy you something once. Um, and I think it's fed into my adult life too. Like I just like to live just on the edge, just about to jump. Uh, okay, no, never mind. Um, <laughs> uh, I do deal with a lot of um, sexism at work. It's, uh, it's subtle nowadays though, right? It's like um, back in the day it used to be like, hey, let's go get me a cup of coffee. Now it's like, hey, what's your name again? go get me a cup of coffee and I'm like no I'm your boss <laughs> uh, I did recently become a manager uh, yeah thank you uh, but I don't quite know how to dress for the job so I just wear a cardigan over my personality and it works uh, <laughs> We, we got Indian Mexican food at work the other day. And I was like, that makes sense. Because Indians love Mexican food. But then I wondered, is the feeling mutual? <laughs> I don't think it is. <laughs> I just want to I just want to say, I know I talked about being depressed, but um, I, I do think I'm quite awesome. Uh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at me up here, like being so brave, going through shit. Um, <laughs> and I'm smart and I'm beautiful and I have all these things. Um, and, and that makes people of both genders uncomfortable, I feel like, when I, when I talk like that. Like, people don't like seeing confident women, um, right? Except you guys, because you're, you're very supportive, so this may not quite go the same way. But, it, you know, Back in history, like you had to be confident. Like those women that did shit, like Marie Curie, she didn't come out and say, like, "Hey guys, like maybe I might have discovered this thing that's radium, and it might, it might find cancer cells." But I'm like totally not sure. Like someone else should check my work. No, she came out and she said, "I discovered radium, bitches. Where's my Nobel Peace Prize?" All right, guys, this is Trishna. Trishna Segal, hooray! Comments, very funny set.
you could do a lot more with that uh, revenge fantasy happy place thing because I, I can certainly relate. I imagine most of this audience could relate too. It's probably a lot more relevant than you think. So yeah, I like that part a lot. Good Thank set. You. Thanks. Um, I also, I really like the TLC joke. Um, I think that's because I love that song. And I think if you introduce the song just a, li- just a little bit, like do, do like four words of the song, then people immediately have a clip. I bet your dad Thanks. wanted to just buy you scrubs. He wanted you to be a doctor. I don't want no oh scrubs. God, He's so like, good. no, no. <laughs> get the scrubs. Get the scrubs, Trishna. Get the scrubs on, Trishna. <laughs> Is that a new joke, the uh, Marie Curie thing? Yeah, it's just a Oh, my God. I think that's amazing. But I don't think you need to go just... I don't think you, you sort of like went back on it. I think you just be like, do you think you know? Back in the 1800s, they they were still oppressed. So you, the way that Mary Mary Curie brought it up was like, do you think like maybe that like there's not? A, I don't know what what's what did she discover? Radium. Yeah, like maybe that like radium's kind of like just do that and don't. I don't think you ever need to like resolve it. Okay. Just like <laughs> women having discoveries that are just yeah. but like with that language of uncertainty is fucking <laughs> hilarious. That's okay. brilliant. Thanks. Um, yeah, I love the boss joke, and um, yeah, you do seem like you do seem like you're. I was, I'm like, I'm worried about you. You seem oh. like things. I don't know. Your eyes seem sort of like teary or something like that. I was really? like, actually kind of concerned. So I hope you're. <laughs> yeah, you seem, you're making me feel real good. <laughs> what? No, what's wrong with that? I'm serious. You seem like like I hope like I hope you're okay. What's is that a bad? Why the, why the fuck no. is that a bad thing to say? Because it's a woman. I appreciate. No, I appreciate that. No, it, it, yeah, it's been rough, but that's why I'm coming here. I'm trying to like get the voice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think like yeah, when it's like that, like you probably when people are concerned about, I don't know if anyone else was, but I was like, I'm concerned. About, I think like when we're not worried about you, you're gonna get like a ton, like a ton more laughs. But yeah. Oh my god. I love. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I feel like I just said something. I think like, you guys I just need broke to go some get fucking <laughs> like gender code. <laughs> yeah. It's honest, it's cool. I think no, he really cares for you. I think you guys should go have some coffee after this or something. <laughs> yeah, dun, no, dun, I'm, dun. I'm concerned. I haven't seen you in a while. But anyway, yeah, I love. Yeah, those are some really great jokes. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so uh, your line about like, hey, toots versus like, hey, what's your name? I think is equally as funny as the like, um, get my coffee. I'm your boss. So I think like there's two big laughs in there. Um, and maybe toots isn't as gross as something else you could say. Uh, toots. toots. Um, <laughs> but I think there's like more misogynistic terms that are like a bit more like, Ugh. Yeah. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Okay, thank you. Sweet Cheeks. Sweet Cheeks is pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, Sweet Cheeks, because that like directly uh, references your body as opposed to toots. Just I mean, shame. tits. They, no one's going to call you tits. <laughs> but toots. <laughs> yeah. I think just like sweetie, because it's demeaning and belittling at the same time, you know? Yeah. That's sweetie. a good one. Yeah. Sweetie's good. All right, thank you. All right, great set, everybody. Trishna, let's go. Yay. She don't want no scrubs. Get the scrubs, Trishna. Pick them up. Be a doctor. Your next comedian, uh, unfortunately, we we have so many people here tonight, which is awesome. So your next comedian is going to be the last comedian who gets comments, and then we're just going to do four-minute sets for everybody else who's here. Uh, hey, everybody, put your hands together for Yasmin Khan. Yay! And now looking for the roach. And it was hanging out of my lips. Hey, guys. Oh, I'm glad I'm getting the comments. I'd really like for one of these jokes to 
get some polish. Um, so World Series is going on right now. Any of you guys uh, sports fans? Any sports fans out here? Do you act like that when you watch sports? <laughs> Do you scream and you shout and you're like, ah, I get so excited with people and get so upset? Yeah, I don't understand that at all. Like, mostly because they can't hear you. Um, and I never really understood people watching sports and that enthusiasm until I started watching The Bachelorette. Um, not The Bachelor, because The Bachelor is like one penis, all the vaginas, which just doesn't make any sense from a biological perspective. There's a reason there's no female word for suitor. It just, that, sh that show should not exist. Um, that endeavor should not exist. But The Bachelorette, where it's several penises vying for one vagina. That really helped me to understand the point of view of somebody like really intensely watching a sports game. Like this last season, I was like, all right, Rachel, sitting on the couch. Contestant number one is walking up to her. He's going straight in, straight in, leaning straight in for the kiss. And she, oh, gives him the cheek and turns away. And I'm just like, what the fuck? That's amazing. Okay, let's see what happens next. Contestant number two. Contestant number two is walking up to the couch. Rachel's looking, leaning in. She's smiling. He sits on down. He's reaching into his back pocket. He's pulling out. What is that, folks? He's pulling out a piece of paper. It looks like he's unfolding. Hmm. He seems to be reading her a poem. Her arms are folding. She's leaning back. She's leaning back. He's leaning in. He's touching her hair. He's going in for a kiss. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Read the signals. Read the signals. What's wrong with you? I get it now. I get, I get like getting upset about things you see on the screen and needing to express that to the world. That was my first joke, guys. Um, <laughs> the second thing I wanted to talk about was this idea that like people have been writing about this a bit lately. I don't know if you've read that like supposedly women are not good at science and we're not built for science. Um, I beg to differ. If you have ever met a woman who is trying to get pregnant, you cannot use a regular thermometer for that shit that just goes to the tenth of a degree. No, you need the thermometer that goes to the hundredth of a degree in order to check your basal body temperature, which is your resting temperature. So you get up every morning, you don't even get up, you take your temperature, you write it down in a chart, you check your pussy juice, you write that down in a chart. What do you do with all that? You collate it, you put it into a sheet, you create a graph so that one day you can turn to your husband and say, Greg, between 6 and 7.30 today, you need to fuck me. <laughs> like, I have so many test strips and test strips and devices in my bathroom. Like, I just straight up just bought, like, a white lab coat. Um, and I thought that I was doing some pretty good lady science. And then I sat, and I was actually having lunch with... Um, uh, my my friend, our fellow comedian, Liz Manfield, and um, we're eating tacos, and Liz reaches into her taco, and she pulls out one, two, two and a half pieces of carnitas. And I was like, what are you doing? Bitch looked me dead in the eye and was like, well, the temperature has dropped this week by five degrees. That means that I can only get my resting heart rate to a certain amount when I go on my 30-minute run today, so I need to remove those two grams of carnitas, otherwise I will gain 0.75 pounds by midnight tonight. 
I took my coat off. I gave it to her. Who fucking says women can't science? We are highly motivated. That's all I got, guys. <laughs> I'm in front of the club getting high. Lady Science with Yasmin Khan! Yay! Uh, Lady Science is a is a brilliant. I think that that's what you kind of got to, or that maybe that's the punchline. But Lady Science is very funny in the in the lab coat idea. But the term Lady Science is very funny, and I think you can go farther with that, like weird science things we do. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily bring it t- to Liz only because she's not here today. If she's in the room, I'd definitely do that and make fun of her. She will, yeah. But um. She will be. But, um, you know, there's, and I think that lady science can go even farther. You've got the pregnancy thing. You've got the point ounce of carnitas. There's got to be more. There's got to be a period joke in there somewhere. Yeah, there's like the trying to get pregnant, trying not to get pregnant. Right, 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 right. Trying not How to get pregnant. How many people who have there slept with have HPV? Right, 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 right. Yeah, I think there's a ton of like, you know, uh, makeup and, and stuff that like the science, you know, the perfect hue and like there's a lot, like how to keep your hair just the right amount of oil. And I mean, I think there's, you can get seriously in depth to, yeah. You know, perfumes and scented candles. I think with the uh, um, the first bit, the bachelorette bit, I would encourage you to go to like a Buffalo Wild Wings and see how crazy people get watching sports. And you got it like it's like a, it's a solid premise, but you got to like commit to it. Just go way over the top. Uh, you think I so. should do like an example in the beginning and the end, or just one act? Have Have you ever seen me watch the Warriors? Okay, no, you haven't, clearly. None of you have, because I don't do that around you. I do it, it's the only excuse I have to not do comedy is to go watch the Warriors. But I mean, like, there's, I mean... I've gotten in trouble at bars. At my bar that I'm, I'm a regular at, at Bender's, the, one of the owners, Kevin, was like, who is the bitch screaming about the Warriors? And he went around the corner. He's like, oh, it's Pam. Pam, you're the only person who's allowed to do that. He's like, anybody else, I would have kicked him the fuck out of here. You can't, you can't do that. Like, I'll cheer. Like, actually do, like, cheer. I mean, people who are into teams, like, fucking are insane. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed. Yeah. Yeah. I think for the the lady science, I think you could just exaggerate what you have to do for the pregnancy stuff. Mm-hmm. Like like start out with the things you actually have to do, but then like embellish and just like go crazy and talking about like beakers and just like mm-hmm. go back to your like an old chemistry book or whatever and like look up all those vocabulary terms Bunsen that we have. Yeah, exactly. Like just, yeah, like yeah. really make it. Um, yeah, just like much crazier and and like you know start where you are now, but but take it farther. Adding, adding the turning on si- on top of your head for like 20, 30 minutes to stir it up or to mix right. it. Right, after the, after the, vet, vet, the sperm's in there, yeah, you put your legs up. Yeah, the head thing, that's funny. Uh, also, uh, Bunsen burner, if you want to go crazy with it, you had to change your kitchen outputs so that you could take your gas stove and make it have like a Bunsen burner. Because no one has Bunsen burner outlets in their fucking home, right? We have gas, but it's for the stove. So you'd have to like There's have whole, some, yeah, to mechanism. make a chemistry set thing. I like it. Cool. Clap well. Oh, one more. All right. So we are going to do the rest of these just as a straight up open mic. Um, everyone gets four minutes when you hear this. means you have a minute left. Uh, your next comedian. What a funny guy. Put your hands together for Matthew Quirk. Yay. 
Actually, I just came here for feedback. You guys can give me four minutes of feedback. All right, enough feedback. Jesus. Uh, so anyway, all you fat fucks could just admire how petite and svelte I am up here. Why? Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, so Halloween coming up. What am I, guys? Who am I? Who am I? Excuse me, audience. Who am I up here? Stop talking amongst yourselves. Oh man, Ernest Hemingway, you fucking idiot millennials. God damn it. Just one more disappointment I have with all you people. I mean, there's just no relying on you guys for anything. You have no connection to the past, no understanding of the future. I mean, how can we look forward to relying on you guys with the coming Armageddon? It's pitiful. I mean, I guess I should have known there's no reason to rely on you. I mean, you're deathly allergic to peanut butter and bread and shit. It's fucking pathetic. I mean, I guess I have to just... I guess when the Armageddon comes, I just have to make a couple sandwiches to fight off the, the little hordes of you people so I can survive and rebuild society, you know, in my image, of course. But yeah, it's just one more thing after another with you guys. I mean, with your stupid fucking... Stupid fucking diets and shit, man. Like, uh, gluten-free, meh. Gluten, man, bread is the one thing most commonly associated with society. You guys can't handle bread. You can't handle society. Simple as that. You're fucking, I'm paleo, guys. I'm paleo. How come I'm not losing weight? I'm paleo. Because nothing about you is paleo. You know what's paleo? Shivering. Shivering is paleo. It works your core, gets all them hard to reach muscles. Are so ripped back then. They're all shivering all the time. You fucking stupid workouts, man. CrossFit, big for nothing bullshit. We had this thing that took the place of CrossFit when I was growing up. They were called chores. Chores, and you did them. You stayed fit. That's how it worked. Man, fucking CrossFit. So goddamn white CrossFit. The only reason to do CrossFit is to just do more CrossFit. That's cocaine. That's cocaine. Fucking CrossFit. They did a movie about themselves. They called themselves the fittest people on earth. How do you call yourself the best at anything if you're not competing against any black or brown people? That's what I want to know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, are you into CrossFit there, Dave? Is that how it is? Some people are insulted at that because I made fun of CrossFit. And some people, you know, fuck them. Uh, anyway, CrossFit, too goddamn white. More like burning CrossFit. Is that too edgy? No? Okay. Anyway, you're so fucking pathetic. And with your weed, man, God damn it. When I was growing up... They were, nobody here remembers 1987, do they? The year America ran out of weed, right? Back then, there was just weed or no weed. Now you've got every kind of shattered dab, fucking honey drip, which fucking club has a special on red Congolese. You guys got it too easy with weed. 
We used to have to save our roaches and hoard them till Sunday because they were special, you know? We used to look each other in the eye as homo sapiens as we passed the joint amongst each other. But now you're all a bunch of homo sativas and homo indicas all on your individual vape pens slowly devolving before our eyes all fucking face first in a nav app fucking... (laughs) Because you lost your ability to find your friends at a park. It's fucking pathetic, man. You're all Pokemon, go walk off a cliffing. It's fucking, you guys need a little die off to happen. Man, you guys got it too easy. I guess I don't got enough time to get into how you got it too easy with pussy too, right? I guess I just got to skip that part. Save it for the next mic. All right. All right. Thank you, Mutiny. I don't need any feedback. Yay, Matthew Quirk! Yay! Hooray, huzzah! Your next comedian. What a funny lady. Glad to see you're here. Everybody, Natalie Fwazi! Yeah, this for the SFC. San Francisco, California. That sucker-free city where I was born. You feel me? This one here is for the SFC. I'm BJG. Bazooka Joe Gata, TCB. We at the top of the mall. Top of the mall. Oh, it's with mobsters. Eat lobster and shark. I'm on the go. Always doing shows on the road. But guaranteed, I'm coming back home with the dough. I'm on my way to Aliotos with some sweet females. I'm sorry. I didn't know who was next. My bad. Hey, you guys. I'm Natalie. How are you? I have to admit, I had a rough day today. I was uh, berating myself for being over 40, childless, and single. And I was thinking about this. You know, in your 30s, your clock is ticking. It's basically saying, hey, you're running out of time. Get on this. In your 40s, your clock talked. It's basically saying, bitch, you ran out of time. (laughs) You fucked up. (laughs) And now I'm thinking, oh, you know, I could go have a baby by myself. Science is so advanced right now. I mean, I actually froze mine. So I could. I could do it. I could do it. But then I feel like this kid is basically how I'm going to make up for the fact that I fucked up. (laughs) Basically, like, I'm going to make up for my fucked up past with you, child. And you're saving you're saving, saving face for me. <laughs> um, that's actually really fucking funny because I feel bad for that child. But do you know how many women in four, who are their mid-40s out going out and having babies? Now you can make them. Now science is so advanced. Everybody's doing it, but nobody's thinking about the kid. The kid's like there to make up for your bad choices in men. <laughs> Wasting too much time not getting over fucked up men. And not spending enough time chasing women, because I probably could have made a good lesbian couple. (laughs) I think that would have been the better way to go, honestly. I was just thinking, science is so amazing. Like, now you can get a sex change. That's just amazing. You can totally go out and change your gender and just be somebody else. That's just fantastic. But I'm single. Like, I don't want to choose. I just want a sex... Instead of a sex change, I want a sex addition. Like, why not just be both it's cheaper uh let's say it's more expensive than a vibrator (laughs) but it's double the pressure double the pleasure you know for you and you um but you can also go out and get other people with that too i think now i can chase women and men equally i have something for both of you like i think about how many options that gives me just opens things up science really is amazing i i every I, i read about science every day and i learn new things every day, and I uh, learned that smelling farts actually cures cancer. 
as a, you can you can smell farts and it's beneficial to your health you can lock yourself into a room of farts and cure cancer it's amazing to me i'm just thinking about the future at some point the future will be that cancer is going to be better i mean i'm sorry fart smelling farts is going to be better than chemo that day i just i dream of that day imagine being in a hospital and just hearing the announcement on the pa like we've officially run out of fart gas we'll be serving mexican in the cafeteria at one o'clock this is mandatory for all employees and we'll be collecting your gas at 4 p.m precisely (laughs) thank you i'm natalie Natalie Pussy, yay! Your next comedian, what a funny lady. Clap your hands wildly for Geneva Rust Orta. Um, I recently, well, all right, I'll do this. Uh, something women do, which I think is really funny, is they'll wear heels to look more fuckable, like high heels. Um, and in my experience, like, if you want to look more fuckable, what you should do is just wear, like, two different kinds of shoes. Like, you need somebody. Um, it's just a thought. I found out my great, uh, aunt, co- uh, collected erotic fiction, which is super awesome because it means my great aunt masturbated in the 1930s which is so impressive because back then women had to get off on just brushing their hair slowly in a mirror, which is so hard to do. Um, so that's what my great aunt did. Uh, I, had, I had two great aunts. Uh, the other one was like the perfect one, apparently. She was really sexy. She was like the big sister. She was sexy. She used to like hum, a lot of humming. And then she'd uh, skip and she fainted all the time, which was like twerking back then. Um, So dainty. Uh, And then I had my great grandma who everyone was like, she just loves to complain. Uh, But she was actually depressed. Um, But they were like, she complaining is her favorite thing to do. She uh, didn't love her husband. They got married because he stalked her. and stalking was romantic at the time. They used to like, they used to do it on, they would stalk women on horseback back in the day, uh, which is hot. Um, anyway, uh, what else do I have to tell you? I quit smoking a couple months ago, which has been uh, not too bad. Now after I masturbate, I just feel nervous for a little bit. And then it <laughs> passes. Um, yeah, I was raised, uh, I have, so my, uh, I have two moms, they're gay in both ways, they're lesbians, and also they tell me they love me way too much, <laughs> um, which has been, it was been cool, I was raised by like a village of lesbians, they all got uh, together and, and raised me, um, and uh, one of them didn't really have any skills, for for children she was just really good at working on cars so she was like if you ever need a car fixed let me know so i still have her i've never used her um but she's there uh what else do i want to tell you um i had ideas at one point uh parents step parents my stepmom's creepy 
cool she's very creepy she wants to uh she wants to give me advice, but she doesn't have anything wise to tell me. So she like in the mornings, she'll like want to have a moment with me, but uh, not a very smart woman. So she'll just put her hand on my shoulder and be like, men will try to touch you. <laughs> and she goes to work. Um, so she's not like an ugly stepmom. She's just a dummy. Um, I remember I met one of my stepmom's when I was older I was like 16 and I reached out to shake her hand and she was like I don't do that and I was like smart I don't wash and she was like no it's not because of hygiene I just don't know whether or not I respect you yet and I was like yeah you shouldn't just respect everybody that would be uh, stupid so now we just uh, we don't shake hands but we always go oh my god I love what you're wearing <laughs> alright <laughs> bye Queen Among Women, yay! Your next comedian has a great book out right now that you can buy and you should put your hand. It's called Lift Me Up, San Francisco, with a Y because he is a lift driver and a very funny one. Clap your hands together for Zia Ahmed, yay! I made it. So yeah, uh, thank you for that introduction about the book, and we're going to talk about being a Lyft driver in a minute too, because uh, that is right, I am a Lyft driver. But some of the other things that I've been recently talking about or thinking about is like uh, more about myself. I am Pakistani, and yeah, and so I'm. You know, you can't complete completely blame all my weirdness on me. I attribute plenty of my weirdness to where I'm from. And one of the interesting things that I've been thinking about uh, is how racist Pakistanis actually are. It is actually really intense how racist Pakistanis also are. Um, so so, so for, for example, we're so racist that our mothers tell their daughters to stay out of the sun or you'll get tanned and not married. <laughs> now, 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 that's that. That actually is hurtful for me too. Um, but it's, but it's, but it's actually true, right? The number one biggest selling product in Pakistan for the past 20 years is a product called Fair and Lovely. It is a bleach cream that you put on your skin and make all the black go away. <laughs> it's fucking insane. I'm not making this up. Like, it's the most bizarre thing ever. My favorite part about that is that the largest buyer of this product is the Pakistani army. <laughs> the, the military industrial complex of my country buys a fairness cream because they don't like dark people. They don't like you when... They don't like you when you're dead and dark. There's got to be a joke over this somewhere, but that's what I'm working on. I don't know what it is right now. Um, uh, so, so another thing. So another thing that I realized, like how much we despise uh, tan skin, is that uh, the hijab isn't to keep you. Isn't a religious thing. <laughs> it's just to keep you out of the sun. Uh, some of the. Some of our uh, women think that it's really, it's terrible. Um, what else, what else, what else? I feel like that that should go on, but I don't know how offended you guys are right now. <laughs> I'm kind of concerned about it. I don't know how, I don't know how bad these go. But right, um, so, so there is a really large, there's a large community of 
black people in Pakistan. There's a lot of black people in Pakistan, uh, and they all have, they, 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 you know, it's, they're black people in Pakistan, but they have small dicks. It is the worst. It is the worst of the worst. Like I'm telling you, I can't. It's just you. You like not only and anyway. Um, and I was actually asked this yesterday when I told this. So I'll tell you. Somebody once asked, shouted out and said, "How do you know that Pakistani black people have small penises? Because we make porn too." Right? <laughs> we, of course, of course, Pakistanis make porn. And uh, that's, uh, that's it. That's it for, that's my time also. Thank you. Dia Ahmed, hooray. I'm sorry that the Jews were talking in the corner and they couldn't hear the Pakistani guy talking. Oh, that's funny. Oh, the Jews don't like the Muslims in the room. I get it. No, you two just keep talking over there. Just keep talking real loud. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. The Jews are talking. It's good. Your next comedian is that Jew. Don't talk during his set or he might cry. Everybody, it's Ian Levy. Thank you. Sorry about that. Now, now I feel like a dick. Um, uh, I did want to... I'm actually a little bummed Matthew Quirk uh, left because I, do, I did want to mention something about his set where I feel like all of his jokes revolve around is, is kind of like the punchline is like, ah, oh, millennials are weak. Ah, is Matthew Quirk's his entire, his entire thing. And I was just, to him, my rebuttal is uh, millennials may be weak, uh, but have you ever tried to fight an old person? Like, I will fucking crush them. Thinks they're tough. I could choke slam my grandmother like it's fucking nothing. Weak ass bitch, Verma. <laughs> She's got nothing on me. I just, bam. I told you I don't like pumpkin pie grandma and then yeah yeah just fucking destroy it I was just hanging out with my uh my relatives oh, another bit I've been meaning to try I um uh people always say I'm a millennial and people say millennials uh are the worst generation right millennials are the worst generation and to that I say uh to that I say though Pam uh, have you met old people? Like, it is not fucking... I was in the car with my mom and her uh, boyfriend, uh, and they were trying to get the GPS to work, and they couldn't figure it out, so they turned on a second GPS, and we just had two GPSs going. And at one point, my mother's boyfriend actually said, well, I can't tell if the GPS is telling me to go left or right, so I'm just going to keep going straight. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, that is literally the only wrong answer. Like, at least try. We have a 50-50 shot with the... Like, how does that make any sense? I don't know, guys. So I'm just... I, I get tired of the old shitty on young people. It's weird. I had a weird experience. Uh, I had um, a family reunion last week. Uh, uh, and down... I was taking... Um, to meet up with some family, because some family goes down from Northern California. Some family comes up uh, from Southern California. And we meet near uh, San Luis Obispo kind of area uh and i took amtrak there and i like an amtrak bus uh, and we went to a rest stop right and this is what happened with me uh and i got out at the rest stop and everyone went into the mcdonald's to get food uh at this rest stop and i was like ah fuck that uh, mcdonald's is beneath me i'm too good for this shit so i went and got food in taco bell uh because i'm a much better person and then i left I ate my food, did my, you know, did my thing, uh, and then I came out of the Taco Bell, 
Uh, and then as I came out of the Taco Bell, I saw an Amtrak bus uh, drive away. Uh, and it was a bus that looked a lot like my Amtrak bus. Uh, and it's a funny story, I'll tell you, the reason it looked like my Amtrak bus is because it was my Amtrak bus. So Amtrak had left me in Taco Bell in King City. Now, I don't know if you've ever been to King City, uh, but my theory is they named it ironically uh, because I was like stuck there for like just with nothing to do. I was like, well, I can at least try to buy a book to figure out, you know, like, well, I kill time. I went to a couple of the convenience stores and they just, I couldn't find any book or anything. And finally I asked the guy, is there anywhere I can buy a book around here? And he looked at me and he said, no. <laughs> and then I was just like, oh no. I was I, this is like a, a 20 minute story that I was trying to get into. And then I ended up just shitting on Matthew Quirk. So that's, <laughs> that's how my say, but he spends his whole time shitting on millennials. So I don't really care. I think that's been my time guys. Thank you very much. Yay! Yay! Ian Levy. Hooray. Hooray for Ian Levy. I was trying to make it rhyme. Your next comedian. He has a new show every Friday from 10 to midnight called how could I be wrong? Put your hands together for Max Eddie. Hey guys. Um, yeah, so I have, a, I have a new show. If anyone wants to be on it, I'm looking for, for guests. Uh, first one's this Friday, so just let me know. Uh, I was actually, I was, I was promoting the show on Bacon today, and uh, um, I don't know, like starting my own podcast is like a thing a lot of people do, but um, it's kind of my first foray into like a real artistic endeavor, you know? It's, uh, and um, I don't know, I had a lot of artists when I was a kid that I looked up to. And I was like, you know what would know feel really good for me is if I posted a quote uh, from one of my favorite artists, you know, someone I looked up to growing up, to promote the show. Um, the, the thing I realized is that um, one of my favorite artists growing up, um, he's, a, he's, so he's an actor. He starred in The Usual Suspects. He's a, on a show called House of Cards. It's Kevin Spacey. So, uh, oh, Pam yeah, Pam hasn't heard. <laughs> no, he didn't die. No, 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 no. He is too alive right now. Um, and I posted, I posted, uh, damn it, I posted uh, this quote, and um, I literally, I had this quote on my MySpace when I was a kid because it was so inspirational to me. Kevin Spacey is on the record as saying, sorry, let me pull it up. Uh, if you're lucky enough to do well, it's your responsibility to send the elevator down, which took on a different life today. Because uh, uh, um, I posted it, and someone, someone said, yeah, dude, today's a good day to promote your project with a picture of Kevin Spacey. And I was like, yeah, I mean, that that felt good. That felt, I just wanted to do it. I didn't think that it was noteworthy, but thanks for that. And then uh, uh, someone posted, the Kevin Spacey pick intentional? I was like, oh God, did something? I think something's up. I think something happened. Um, and then I went on Google News, and the first headline in the entertainment section reads, Kevin Spacey alleged uh, pedophilia, 1986, Anthony Rapp. What? And I was, I was like, 
Oh God, <laughs> this is a this is a guy I looked up to, and I just uh, first I was like horrified, you know, it's a hero of mine. And then I was like, the show. <laughs> oh God, I just I just okay. I realize this isn't funny, but holy shit, how how did like how did I let this go wrong? I don't. Oh my God, it's a I shit you not. And someone's um, well. Uh, uh, yeah, so here, here are my next three comments on, like, once I figure this out. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus, I'm deleting it. I just like the quote, why did I turn off my Google News notifications? <laughs> Number three, SOS, you can't delete a picture off a post without deleting the whole post if you found out the picture is of a pedophile. Oh, shit. Um, but yeah, man, <laughs> that's... I don't really have a punchline there. It just really sucks, but be on my show. Um, uh, I'll wrap up with with this, but um, yeah, man, the Kevin Spacey shit happened today. I've been playing this new um, iPhone game. Uh, it's called Bumble. Oh, never mind. I'll, I'll wrap up. No worries. No worries. Got you. Max Eddie, thanks. Hey, Max Eddie, our last comedian. Everybody put your hands together for Boris Shakurko. My name is BJG. Thank you. Um, so I'm, a, I'm the first uh, male in my uh, family that is not a member of the Communist Party. Um, but I, I'm the closest that I can be to a communist in America, which is a, which is a consumer. Um, that's the closest you can do here. It's weird. Um, it's weird what people here, like I'm from Russia, and people here are like, I want universal health care, and people will be like, you're a communist. It's like, dude, that's not a communist. That's fine. <laughs> in Russia, a there's like there's a crazy statistic that like 75% of Russians would vote for Stalin today to be in power. Um, and as someone from Russia, I'm surprised that number is not higher. That country is crazy. The education system's crazy wrong. It's not a good place to be. Um, but uh, yeah, when I was younger, my grandma told me that uh, she wanted me to get married before she leaves this world. Um, some people think that would put a lot of pressure on me, but really it puts more pressure on her. You know what I mean? Like I recently told her I was out of a relationship and she was mad. She was like angry. And I thought it was because she wanted me to be with someone and be happy. But in reality, she just wants that sweet relief of death. That's what Grams is ready for. She's ready to clock out. Oh boy. That's hard. Life is hard. Um, I, sometimes people expect me to have a Russian accent because my first name is Boris. Um, but I think the way it works is that you either have an accent and a regular name or you have a Russian name and no accent. Um, and that's that's my situation. Um, was this off the whole time? Quite possibly so, yes. Um, now I can hear myself and now I know it was on. Um, I am uh, I'm a woke gentleman. Um, I don't know how woke I am. I think I'm more bandwagon woke. You know what I mean? Um, it's like what happened with the Warriors, you know, with my favorite basketball team, the the Golden State Warriors. But it, now it happened with the Social Justice Warriors. It's very similar. Um, like if you can name more brands of IPAs than unarmed black men shot by police, that's bandwagon woke, right? And like everyone knows Trayvon and Michael Brown, but like to be honest, um, that's like Lagunitas in Sierra Nevada. Everyone knows those. That's not impressive. You got to read up. Um... 
I think uh, that's gonna be. Uh, I think that's gonna be all for me. Thank you guys for listening. Give it up for Pam and Mutiny Radio. Come on. Yay! Hey, Borja thank you so much for having a short set. We gotta get out of here because in three minutes, FTW starts. All forever, two wheels, everybody. Hey, thanks so much for joining us tonight. And we had a really great joke workshop. It was super stacked. And I hope it's like this every Monday. Remember, come here before the Mission Hill Saloon. I'll see you going over there. Uh, have a great night. Have a good. Um, what's it called tomorrow? Halloween. And be safe. Okay, bye, everybody. Bye. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your SP 